Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and beer is the one to rule them all. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are talking about J.R.R. Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring. Now, those of you who might say that this is actually part of one larger book can go fuck themselves, because they're fucking long books. Because we're doing three episodes. Yeah, we're getting three episodes out of The Lord of the Rings. Running the train! (laughs) (laughs) And the first stop on this train is a beer. And it is a special beer that I almost regret this sharing. This is the train to Fuck City. It is, yes. That's what they call it. I believe that's in... Uh, it's near Detroit. That's a stop on the, on the, the Fellowship I takes. think it's outside Detroit. The first beer is <laughs> Founders KBS, which is one of those legendary beers that I have a bottle of and I'm bringing to the podcast. I'm not going to have that much of it so that you can enjoy the full thing. I want, well, no, I, I just don't want it to get thrown out. I'm no, okay no. to share. Uh, I want you. I've had a lot of this. this I bought, oh, have you? I've had a lot. This is also not my steez, so I don't want to waste it's it on myself. It's a coffee uh, stout aged in bourbon barrels for a full year. It's 100% not my thing. But it, is, it, it, it smells nice. It's also brewed nice. with chocolate, and it's a strong as shit. It's 12.3% alcohol. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. I hope that pizza gets here soon. <laughs> it is delicious. Oh, my goodness. It is like a dessert. You know, I don't. This is the opposite of the things I like, but this one's much better than average. Like the whole chocolate stout thing is plentiful, to say the least. Like, sure. you can't have a fucking heavy stout with like, oh, there's some chocolate or coffee in it. But this is, you know, it's pretty fucking good. Uh, the one thing I don't get is bourbon. You taste a lot of bourbon in this. I've tasted a lot of bourbon. I, I know you have. I don't taste you any. Personally. I don't taste any of. I taste a shit ton of coffee and some chocolate and then beer. I'm getting a lot of chocolate for sure. I get a coffee sort of aftertaste. It's a coffee aftertaste, yeah, but which is impressive because coffee is one of those flavors that dissipates over time. So if this spent a whole year, it must have been a fuck ton of coffee in the beginning. Donkey was not a coffee. They probably use some. It's going to keep us awake for a month. It's a strong. But the other thing, it, it's it's a strong. You could tell it's a strong beer, but you wouldn't know it was this strong. Twelve point three. That's a lot. Yeah, that's big. That's a lot. This is not a thing you can have a lot of at once, though. It's. I'm it's, taking that challenge. It's. I mean, you, but regular people, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> This is this is it's a it's a heavy thing. I'm a Balrog. I can just eat. I can just have as much as I want. Speaking of Balrogs, I, we'll get there. We. I feel like this is one of those. So let me tell you a story about this beer. I went to the uh, every year at Nassau Coliseum. They have a thing. It's the craft beer festival. I don't know if they still have it. I haven't gone in several years. But I went a few years in a row, and it was a you know there's a convention center kind of space, like a giant room, and booths line the perimeter of the room, and you go, you get a little souvenir cup, and you get six ounce pours of beer or four ounce pours. I don't know what it is. Two ounce. I don't know. Whatever the amount they're supposed to give you, a taste. They give you a lot more. Like there's a line on the cup, and they just go fuck that line, and they fill it up. So I went a few years in a row, and I would bring a notebook with me. This is when I took really big notes on beers I drank, and I was like, "Oh, this beer is like hints of cardamom and coriander, and there's a finish that you drink all the shit." And by the end of the night, my handwriting would get so shitty that it was illegible. This beer is good. So like, I couldn't. <laughs> even, it was just like good beer. I don't like it, and I couldn't even read what the beer. This beer is butt. <laughs> but I went one year, and they had Founders KBS there, and I tried it, and maybe it was that batch, maybe it was that day, but I was there with another friend, and we both tried it, and we were like, holy shit, this is the messiah of beers. This is the greatest thing. This I've is ever your had. one? This is your one. This was the one. This was the one that I was like, I is want it, this in all of my holes, is it not still, just Is it still your one? It's no longer at all, because I had it, and I was like, this is the greatest beer ever. And then this is before like I really was hip to like looking online to see when beers were released. I didn't really even consider that their beers were seasonal. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was a thing. I was like, you just make beer and you buy the beer. So I just figured like you gotta go to the right store that has it. And then it was like months and months and months till I keep was able to find a place that had it. And then I had it. I was like, eh, it's just it's good. It's really good. Were you super fucked up the first time you had it? I'm not sure what it was. I was probably pretty. It was not my first beer of the day, but it has this like special place. So like every time every year this comes out, and it's not cheap. It's not super expensive either. Like a four pack. I've paid between, I've gotten ripped off and paid forty dollars for a four pack. Forty dollars? Well, ten dollars a bottle. It's not. It's not. It's not crazy expensive. It seems expensive because beer is so cheap usually. But I've also seems, gotten. I've also gotten expensive. it for like twenty seven dollars a four pack. You know, I've gotten it in that range. That's still pretty high. But I guess if it's like a seasonal thing, I don't and know. and it's a thing that like people line up to buy in certain markets. So yeah, I always try I it. Guess, and I'm like, yeah. maybe this is the year. And every year I'm like, it's really good. But like that was just a magical day. And magic is a thing in this book. But yes, only when Gandalf chooses to use it. Oh, we got to get to that. That's another thing. So, all right. Fellowship of the Ring, sequel to The Hobbit, was written as a sequel. Well, all of Lord of the Rings was sort of written as one book. We're still doing three episodes, though. It was all sort of written as one book, as sort of the new Hobbit, after The Hobbit was um, 
published in like Fair, 1937. Yeah, well, like fairly successful. And so he started writing it in 1938 and he didn't finish it till somewhere around 1944, 1945, uh, The Lord of the Rings. And then it wasn't even published until 1954. So it was really a pretty long time from when he started writing it to when it was finally published. In July of 1954, right around the time this episode's probably going to come out. In July That's why we picked it. Well, July of 54. So this is, you know, we're celebrating its 64th anniversary. Because that's probably a special number. Nintendo 64, son. (laughs) (laughs) That's the connection. (laughs) There it is. For sure. Uh, Yeah, but it was originally written as one giant, you know, I don't know, 1,200-page book. A girthy tome. And people were like, yeah, no one wants to deal with that, J-R-R. So let's just cut it. And he had already divided it up into six books within it, you know. So they said, how about about three books? Now, if this was published today, that would totally have been six volumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People would have been like, oh, let's milk that shit. And let's put a dystopian Be- princess in there. People love trilogies. It's just something psychologically pleasing about trilogies. Well, I think, you know, like plays, like, you know, your first, second, and third act, like people can understand the pacing of that, and a trilogy kind of does that if it's actually planned that way, as opposed to the I mean, this, this, was kind of, this was kind of planned that way. Since it was six, you can, you can lower common denominator it. I have a lot of problems with the pacing of these books, but we'll get to pacing, that. Pacing, yep. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of bullshit. We'll get to that. So let's talk about what, what happened. So Frodo, well, actually, it start, starts with, with uh, Dildo. Uh, he... Has the one ring. He has a ring. So this has been the Hobbit. D- decades. Someone must have liked it because they put a ring on it. They must have, yeah. Um, so this the this book picks up decades after the Hobbit ends, where uh-huh. where Bilbo is a kind of an old man. In fact, he's like really old. He's, he's turning like so older than even the, the the first part is his birthday. He's like he's oh. turning eleven d one. Eleven d one. Yeah. Which is another thing. Okay, I'll get back to that. But yeah, he's old as fuck for a hobbit, but he doesn't look it. Yep, definitely looks young. He's Botox. He got Botox. He's had all that cosmetic surgery. Yep. For sure. As he lives in the... Um, Never shaved his feet, though. Libertarian paradise that is the Shire. Ridiculous. Like, white nobody people, works. White people live, would never farm. They just live <laughs> off the riches of the past. And they don't pay taxes on it. And they hang out. And they're just like, let's have tea again. We haven't had tea in ten minutes, it's and they time. and they and they murder outsiders. Yep, Gary Johnson twenty twenty. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So um. Anyway, so Bilbo is having his eleventy first birthday, and he plans this big gigantic party because in Hobbit culture, on your birthday you give gifts to other people. Right. That seems backwards. Because they're all greedy sort of like fucks. Fucking Native American potlatch or whatever those things are called. I think I think of a potluck. Potluck, no, like a potlatch. Potluck. I don't, I don't know. I've only about, read the word. I don't pronounce potluck. It's name. pronounced potluck. I believe so. Yeah, but it's L A C H. Yep. It's pronounced potluck. It's that stupid. Fucking learn I to read and write, so. Kimosabi. <laughs> I mean, must, we must have stolen potluck from something. Well, way to go, Sequoia! Fucking writing nonsense. Bilbo, he's apparently playing this really big party, and everybody he knows and all his relatives are going to be there, and he's going to, everybody knows he's going to give stuff away, but what he's not telling anyone or what he's doing in secret is he's planning to literally leave. And dress up as a woman <laughs> and wear fishnets, <laughs> David Carradine style. I thought he died doing that. <laughs> That's what Bill was planning. He's going off into the sunset. No? <laughs> David Carradine style. Is it too soon? It's like a decade. <laughs> it was. You're right. It was. Well, Listen, anyway. it's not like I'm making Anthony Bourdain jokes. Not that I have any reservations about that. <laughs> no reservations at all. Parts unknown. So, uh, <laughs> so graveyard damn. confidential. Ooh, that was a good one. Ooh, that was a good one. Thank you. Good job, yeah. mate. And I, I claimed that one first, you by did, the way. Uh, yeah. Saw the headline. It was like, oh, shit, I got a text right now. Dude was that, following uh, the recipe that was, death. That was, that was, <laughs> once again, the way I found out someone died. Was from us texting you? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, above average. Like, that one really bummed me out. A lot of people were like, oh, I loved him. Like, I didn't I've love him. I've never just, seen him. I watched his show. It's, it was cool. I didn't love him as a person, but I, I actually really love that show. I went to a, a bar he went to once. That's about it. Like he went to the a one bar in um, Middle Village. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I went there once. Yeah. It's like an old man bar in Middle yeah. Village. And I was like, 100% oh, percent old man bar. I really, I, that's I, what you can rename your bar. The old man bar. Yeah, I'm 31 years old. I'm not. It's not quite old manish yet. That one did bum me out though. I need a pun. It needs to have a pun, Nate. All right. Okay. Can no, we can we go back to the book? Yeah. Right. So, I already I already saw a bar called Bar None. So. I, that was my original pick, but it turns out that's like that was taken years ago. He's gonna have, be a birthday boy. You're gonna find him in the club, bottles full of bub. And he's gonna party like it's his birthday. <laughs> and they're like, because they're you're, all they're, you're dude, a they're Hobbit. Hey, shorty, they're it's all your birthday. shorties. They're all shorties. <laughs> and then they sip Bacardi like it's your birthday. And they don't give a fuck. They don't give a <laughs> fuck. <laughs> they're all shorties. It's pretty good. It's that's your fucking good birthday. <laughs> 
50 Cent is an enormous Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> You're talking about hobbits the whole time. The whole thing. Know. The whole thing is about Lord of the Rings. It's the biggest rap nerd. Nerdcore was the thing, but 50 Cent fucking beasted it. <laughs> All right, so you were talking about how Bilbo is gonna he's gonna he's gonna leave, but he hasn't told anybody. Or he's told virtually nobody. He's gonna leave basically all of his stuff to his nephew, Frodo. Frodo, who becomes you know uh, the heir. main character, yeah. but who at the beginning of the book is thirty three, which in Hobbit years is wicked young, is the equivalent of twenty one. Is equivalent it's, of it's being like an adult. Of age, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he leaves it to Frodo, who's thirty three. But but the, like time doesn't matter in this book. No, These numbers sure. are just thrown they out. They make a lot of jumps. Like, that was, because I, I hadn't read then the book these picks books up in a while. Years later, right? 17. 17 years like, later. Like, in the movies, the movies, which is how most people know this shit, it's like, he gave him the ring, and then he was like, all right, peace, I'm out. And they go on an adventure. It was like, no, that was 17 years later. But Frodo doesn't really age in those 17 years either. Because of the ring. So, I forget, I do, uh, anyway. So, uh, go on an adventure. Bilbo, Decides to just like leave um, and then leaves everything to Frodo. And then Frodo literally waits around doing Hobbit things for 17 years. And then Gandalf comes back to the Shire and goes, Frodo, we've got a problem. It's time well, to fuck. We should also talk about how, how Bilbo leaves, though. He leaves. He's like, he makes a speech. And everyone's like, don't make a speech. You just want to eat your food and get presents. And then he's like, thank you. You've been great. Peace. Deuces. And he vanishes. And everyone's yep. like, what this a great is, trickle. It's one of the most, uh, it's a, what is he says, I know... Half of you is likely, and half of you as well as I should, or something like and that. And I like, I like the other well, half as much as I could, as yeah, you deserve, yeah, something, something like that. Very something polite. like that. Which is should we look it up? It's like, uh, it's like a thing people use nowadays. It's like a colloquialism where it's just like it's a thing you say when you don't know how to write a best I, speech. Yeah, it's like everyone sucks. Fuck me. But it's like it doesn't have every sex. It's like I, th- I thought it was actually polite, right? You're like no, 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 no. It's the opposite of polite. It's like it's saying insulting. I know. Half oh, of you right as well as I should, and I like half of you as well as I should, but like as said more poetically. I like half of you twice as much as I should. Yeah, it was like basically saying, like, I don't know a lot of you very well, and the, the ones, ones I, I know, know like, you're pieces of shit. Uh, oh, man, I, I guess I, because I was trying to speed read through this. this no, 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 it, it was very much him being a dick. And oh, all, all, yeah, all, all those that. Sackville Baggins are pieces I of shit. I don't know half of you half as well as I should like, and I like, and I like less than half of you half as well as you deserve. I don't think that's being addicted to them. That's and I like l- and I like l- less than half of you, half as well as you deserve. But that's kind yeah, of his yeah, family. Yeah. That's his family, not theirs. Yeah. I he's feel saying, like I like you less than you deserve. Saying like I I'm well, being I mean, a dick. But also like he's talking shit about the Sackville Baggins. Well, they're, the, the they're just out they're out to scheme and like take his shit. So like Since half the of them are, they want to they're just things. there to like inherit and take his shit. And he's like, hey, fuck all y'all. Well they're the bull bagginses. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So he, but so he makes that little speech, whether he's polite or not, and he puts the ring on, the one ring he got from Gollum. And he goes like Swayze. He has prostate cancer and he dies over 18 months. So he, he puts that on, he vanishes, and everyone's like, whoa, what was that shit? And then they're like, oh, creme brulee, and then they don't care anymore. They all really care about his food. But before he actually leaves, uh, Gandalf, who knows what oh, he did, Gandalf. Gandalf tells him, um, you know, Bilbo, leave the ring. He has to test because yeah. they had discussed this, and he was like, "You're gonna put that ring over there." He's like, "Of course I did." Oh wait, it's in my pocket because he's because it's a hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, sausage. <laughs> so he takes it, and Gandalf's like, uh, "I think you got to leave the ring still." And he's like, "I did." Oh, whoa, dear me! How did I not do that? Lordy, which is the Lordy. which is the first hint. Like in the first mm-hmm. bo- in the Hobbit, you don't really know except for. Gollum, which you don't really understand at that point. If you only had read The Hobbit and you've lived in a vacuum and you've never heard anything else about this, you just think Gollum's weird. He's a creeper. But then you read this and you realize, like, oh, like the ring has a pull it on cor- the owner. It corrupts them. Well, that's the way Tolkien wrote them. He wrote The Hobbit and The Hobbit was just its own thing. Sure. He wrote it, you yeah, know, he, it started he, he out he as might stories. Have had the, the long con in mind. No, he didn't. No, he literally just <laughs> decided um, that sassy bitch. I think he planned it all the fuck out since like World War One. He planned this shit out. I mean, he was flying around in planes. I know I sound like Joe Rogan when I say that, but he planned that shit out from the beginning. If you were talking about Joe Rogan, he would also say he was flying over the flat Earth. Yeah, so. yeah flat Earth <laughs> and uh, the CIA men who killed JFK. But yeah, he planned it out from the beginning because Tolkien wrote this shit. I thought it was part of a grander narrative. It was a huge thing, and because I think like, it wasn't. We should talk. Like, Tolkien's biography is actually important. Tolkien was a professor of philology, which no fucking university in the world offers that shit anymore, which is the study of like language change, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. culture to some extent. And he, Tolkien was brilliant. Like He spoke like nine languages. Most one of, of them. One of which was stupid. elvish. Well, not counting 
Quenya? Is that what it's called? Is that the, the name for Anglo- Elvish? Quenya. I think it's the name for Elvish oh, in oh, Elvish. Okay, I just didn't know the name. Our Elvish. In you Elvish. uncouth cunt. But yeah, he spoke like you know he could read and understand you know like German and Latin and classical Greek and Old English and Gothic and all these obscure European tongues. He was a cunning linguist. He was. He wasn't the master debater. No, he didn't need to. He did that when he made us read twelve hundred pages about little people eating fucking pancakes. I actually like pancakes a lot. The pancakes are great. They're proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. Just like beer, which... We need another. We have some. We have more. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh that's just jizzed everywhere. <laughs> All over the just shore. Just like Dimsdale. Yeah, he didn't jizz everywhere. He just one place. The place where... He jizzed be. everywhere inside her. Oh, God. Okay. So this is Evil Twin Coffee Nade. It is a IPA with lemon and coffee added. And just like the last one, we have a... I, so I actually provided almost all the beers for this based on one theme. I bought them before I reread the book. I remember the hobbits constantly complaining about eating. So I got coffee beers. First and second breakfast. Yep. That's what they're about. So this is from Evil Twin, who we've had... I mean, I don't know if we've ever counted, but Evil Twin might be the one we've had the most of their beers. There's a good chance. We've had a shit on Evil Twin. And as we're near or just past our anniversary of the show, I feel like we should add up at some point. The number of different beers we've had. That would be almost impossible. Uh, or we just look at the posts. <laughs> Some of them are inaccurate. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, not, it's, it's not always exact. Fuck. We could get close, though. We'll get in the ballpark, but we've had a lot of evil twins. Yeah. So this is Coffee Nade, an IPA with lemon and coffee. That is a strange concept. This is the first coffee-smelling one I've had that it wasn't fucking dark black. There, it's rare. There are some coffee beers that are not... This is like regular beer color. It smells like lemon, though. Definitely. I smell the coffee. Do you drink? You don't drink coffee, though. No, so I smell it. Does that work for cock too? Because I <laughs> no, I don't know what cock smells like. I only know the taste. <laughs> or man ass. You know the smell or the taste of man ass. Taste is a loose term. It's more of a feeling. More than a feeling. Really. Feel. Mm. More than a feeling. Oh, I know where you're going with that. Yeah. Right, Nate. Like the famous Civil War battle of man asses. <laughs> <laughs> they only attack from behind. <laughs> Wasn't that the first battle? No, it was Bull Run. Uh, it was Bull's Sorry. Run. <laughs> now, wasn't Bull Run Getty called sperm. Manassas? Wasn't that one of the battles that had two different names? Because the Bull North Run and Manassas, it? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Manassas. All right. So what do you think of this beer? It's a very interesting thing. <laughs> it's, it's very weird. I'm trying to figure out. It tastes like something. It tastes like lemon coffee. And it's I was going to say. Very confusing. I was going to say it tastes like Kung Pao chicken, but that it's something. It tastes it's, like it's something bizarre. equally like, like, what the fuck? It is weird. It's different. This is different. It has like it, when you sip it at first, it tastes like oh, this is like a like an Arnold Palmer, you know, like. But with something wrong. But there's something like Arnold Palmer had a stroke in this, <laughs> and I'm not talking about a golf one. And then it's, uh, yeah, it's it's very weird. It's very strange. I applaud their effort, but it's a weird fucking beer. Because the call is an IPA is certainly untrue. I don't know why it's called that. Because I guess the base beer is an IPA. You know, I'm sure it's a hoppy beer, but you can't even get any of that with all the other crap happening. It's an interesting thing. It's definitely one of the more different ones I've had. It's not, I'm not, I'm not against it. It's just like, this is not what I'm looking for, but it's not, it's not bad, but it's fucking weird. It's, it's way, it's outside the normal spectrum of things. It's like, oh, this one's just like, hey, how weird can we get? I think that's Evil Twin's thing. They do weird, it's heat. Yeah, One guy does weird shit. It's, this one's fucking weird. Which, around the time this episode comes out, he's opening a bar in Rich... Uh, it's not Richmond Hill. But you go, Richmond Hill, maybe. Somewhere in Queens. They're, op- they're opening in... Uh, not Richmond Hill. That's like Ozone Park area, right? Maybe um, somewhere in Queens, they're opening an Evil Twin brew pub, brewery slash bar. Okay. Well, we've done we Keller. Gotta, we gotta get to that we've one, done too. done twice. And I think we should do Evil Twin, if we can. We can do uh, that one with the Evil Spock. Star Trek episode 73. Like, what's the one with the Evil Spock? Well, there's an evil Spock. He's got a goatee. Are you still talking about Star Trek? Yeah. All right. Evil Spock. They had, there was like a parallel universe. Okay, yeah, we get it. It's, I didn't know there was a book version. I don't want to read the novel. I don't know if it's going to be the screenplay. The teleplay. Okay, if you want to talk about twins, you could read like A Tale of Two Cities. That, that has a thing of like, not actually twins, but like two guys that people think are the same guy. Like you could find a thing. With twins, yeah. But the but anyway, the point, I mean, my bigger thing is that McKellar has a thing where it's, they have the running club. You know, yeah. like they go and do jogs together because they're fucking assholes. <laughs> they go jog and drink. Then they drink a beer and then they go jog home. Maybe you jog and drink at the same time. But maybe it's just you go fucking read a book and talk about that over a beer. What other genius has thought of such a thing? It's hard to read and run at the same time. Yeah, because running's stupid. You only do that when you're being chased by something that wants to make you dinner. Like, not make, make you dinner. Not make you into dinner. 
I say prepositions matter. <laughs> so anyway, I think this beer is weird as shit. Very weird. No, it's weird. It's not bad, but it's just it's weird. It's weird. It's 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 just it's like too many like flavors that don't really normally go together. Citrus and coffee are not a normal combination. Is there ever a place where people put like coffee and lemon lint together? No, that's not a thing. Because people not love that I can think that's of. not a thing. One hundred percent not a thing. Well, and there's certainly not a thing where they put lemon in coffee and then put you in know, a beer hops because <laughs> that's what the IPA is. I, I like the idea of something different. I just don't like this particular example of it. Sorry, evil twin. So anyway, back to the Shire. Gandalf is like... 17 years later. Yeah, he comes back and he's like, hey, Frodo. Let's go on a fucking journey. Let's get rid of that ring. You know that thing that's been sitting in an envelope somewhere? Let's go throw it into a mountain hole. Inside of the butthole of doom. Yeah, because turns out that one, the ring that, that, Bilbo's been, that Bilbo got from Gollum and that he's been holding on to all this time is actually the most important, like, magical object in the world. Yeah, I, I really don't, just, just happens I don't, to be. I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's very. It's lucky. never it's never really explained why. Like, oh, if he got the ring, he'd take over. Like, but like the other people have the ring, and they turn invisible. That's it. <laughs> yeah, why you turn invisible? I don't know. That that's just the thing. But if does. Sauron has the ring, he can take over all of the planet. I feel like there's a step missing in there somewhere that I haven't gotten yet. Profit? Oh, that's a different thing. That's the South Park thing with the underwear gnomes. Yes, that's different. But yeah, like there's, I did not change step two. <laughs> yeah, there's no step two. I agree. It was weird. Like, how come this bumbling, aspiring poet can hold the ring and it just makes him last a long time? Well, they they do the they, they do say that the ring ceases people from aging. Whoever has it, in a, but it like spreads you thin. Like you don't yeah, actually like you you, you, last you wither away kind of, but you don't age. But it never really says like. Oh, and it gives you super strength and the ability to control minds. It's just like, and then he'll take over the planet. It's, I, I never really got it. I didn't, I didn't really get why, why it was the one thing. Well, according to the book, the, in two, like, thousands of years in the past, there was a big, big giant war between the good people and the bad people, and the bad people were led by Sauron, who forged all these rings to give to the most powerful, or something like that, and he it forged was, the it most was forged, powerful it was for himself. forged by Celebrimbor. Okay, I'll trust you on that. Yep, and the elf, the elf, the elf who forged them was Celebrimbor. Sure, why not? So Sauron kept the most important one, when the one that was most powerful, and the then yeah, exactly, that's the one. Uh, and then in the big war that they had back thousands of years ago, Sauron gets killed, or he literally gets he, his finger he, chopped he off. He gets his hand cut off, and then he gets killed, but he doesn't die. He becomes he's like otherworldly. His essence is still around. He becomes in the like world. the spirit of bad stuff. And now, but now he just needs the ring back. Speaking of the spirit of bad stuff. As you talk, I'll pour this out. Anyway, Sauron is trying to get it back. And apparently he's awoken for some reason. Like, for some reason now, this period of time when Frodo's had the ring for 17 years now is the time when he's, when Sauron is actually coming out to find the ring, but not himself because he doesn't have a body. It's just sort of his essence. And he's a vibe. He's a Voldemortish. For sure. Can we not? I mean, as I read through this, having, I read, uh, so I guess at some point we'll talk about our reading history of these books, but having read this most recently as a, you know, the most recent book I've read basically at this point, lots of other fantasy books came to mind as I was reading this. Like how influential <laughs> this was like the it's Jesus one of, the ones. of fantasy books. There, yeah, there are a few things like super nerds. Everything is before. based off of this. There are a few things that came before. Well, like, did, did orcs exist before Lord of the Rings? No, we talked about that on the Hobbit episode, how he called them goblins. But in this book, he also inconsistently calls them orcs. Every once in a while, the word goblins appears too. Yeah, it's just their, it's, you know, it's their word. Any, <laughs> hey, don't use the G word on me. Uh, so this beer is from Victory. Spoiler, there is Victory in this book. It's There's not much victory in this book. Well, not for Sauron. This is called Java Cask, and it is a coffee stout aged in a barrel. So this has been interesting to compare to the KBS if I didn't drink all of it. It's a very similar beer on paper. What do you guys think? Definitely similar. It definitely tastes a lot like chocolate. They this definitely is, get is that in there. In the spectrum of coffee, chocolate, stouts, this is all, I don't fucking know. They're all the same, man. To me, I can't, I can't tell the oh. finer points. This is 14.3% alcohol. Yeah, Jesus. that seems right. All right, sure. It's a bigger beer. Like, I was tasting, this burns a lot. It's the monster it fucking bur- it, beer. It definitely burns a little bit. The fla- flavor-wise, it's, it's hard for me to really tell. I gotta say, like, I prefer the KBS Finer points. I, gotta pre- I prefer the KBS. It's, it's okay. I, I would have, you know, a tiny cup of it, but this is not a thing I would drink 
a lot of. This is not my steez. This, I mean, as, this is my thing. I love. Yeah, big I, beers I know what like you're this. saying. Well, and like I wouldn't drink big, a lot of I like I'll big beers die. in terms of like alcohol content, but like the chocolate stout thing is not. This isn't the right time of year for it per se. I mean, we're recording this in the summertime. Yeah, I mean, any time of year, chocolate coffee stouts are not. Oh gonna no, be the thing. dead of winter. This is great. You, you, you could just sip these by a fireplace. This is the way to do it, like uh, a hobbit would. I don't like that either. Well, because you're not a hobbit, apparently. I'm just the world's tallest. I shave hobbit. my feet every two days, <laughs> whether they need it or not. Top layer of skin's always gone. So yeah, I, I agree, so we though, haven't even fucking left the Shire. Well, neither has the, neither have the halflings for you know how many millennia. But the point is, we'll, we'll kind of we should probably revisit that later. All the it's kind of it's, it's kind of just like said like this is what happens and this is the way it is and it's never really said like why it's never really explained. Tune into our episode on the Return of the King when we probably go into all that bullshit. And it's still not explained. So we'll explain all right. Gandalf, he has returned, and he told this is seventeen years later, and he tells Frodo, "You need to take the ring. You need to get rid of the ring. You need to bring it to all the way to Mordor. Yeah, literally, even volcano's ass. Right, right into the volcano, fist it in there, straighten its cunt, right into the volcano in Mordor, and um, you have to go now. People are." Out looking for you now. They're, they're, they're Sauron. You really waited until the last second. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. You've been waiting 17 years. You have to leave immediately. Not like, hey, you got mm-hmm. a week, dude. It's like, hey. But but he did have time because like Frodo's like, all right, I'll wait until Bilbo's birthday in eight months and I'll do it then. And Gandalf's like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm a wizard. And yeah. then he left. I exist outside of time and space. And he's like, I'll come see you at some point in the, the vague future. And I can Frodo's do magic, like, but not when it's useful. But it just so happens that when Gandalf was explaining the stuff about Sauron and the ring and having, having to get rid of it to Frodo, his gardener was listening at the window. Who's also his slave somehow. Yeah. yeah. The, movie, the movie version and the book versions of Sam are very different. He's almost like the biggest difference. Is that in the movie, he's like his buddy, his you yeah, know, friend. Bumbling friend. And in the book, he is his actual bitch. But he's like his autistic slave. <laughs> like, oh, Master Frodo, I'll do whatever you need. Ah. Oh, no, Master Frodo. Oh, I wish I had a rope. That's all he says for like the first book and a half. Mm-hmm. I need a rope. And he, and he brought his tiny oven. <laughs> he made a tiny rotisserie oven. It's a celebrity rotisserie oven. It's the kind you set it and forget. He's got it. a George Foreman. <laughs> he's got a George Foreman grill on his backpack. And and then he's overhearing. And Gandalf, the all-knowing, all-powerful fucking wizard, is just like, wait, there's a two and a half foot tall man eavesdropping. Let me spill all the beans. With his creepy sweater feet. And <laughs> and then I will grab him, and then I'll say, now you're in this shit, bitch. He knew that Frodo would need an assistant. Oh, because Gandalf is so fucking wise. He knows everything. He, Except, he, if you saw Ian McKellen, you know. So then Frodo's like, all right, I guess I'm going to do that, because I have no job. I don't do anything except for have tea parties and sometimes read poems. <laughs> like, what else do they do in the Shire? Well, yeah, no one else in the Shire works. Some of the people in the Shire are slaves, like Sam. <laughs> and the rest are just the land barons. It's like this minuscule thief. It's all feudal society. And he's like, you go do that shit, hobbits. I'll see you later. And then he's deuces, and he's gone. And then the hobbits are like, oh, let's go out on a quest. There, the was, there, the was, there was a weird amount of time in the first book before anything actually even happened. You had a lot of prologue. Now, if you if you look at it as this is sort of the exposition or the setup of a thousand page book, it doesn't seem quite so crazy that there's all this stuff before the action really yeah. happens. It's However, like, it's like it wasn't Letter. published like that. Yeah, kind of like Scarlet Letter. And they are halflings, so the fractions get very confusing. <laughs> fractions are too confusing. <laughs> they come in pints. Speaking of halflings, and it's a metric too. Uh, so the <laughs> next beer. So the halflings leave, and then they just complain the whole time. They're like, "Oh, I'm not in the Shire eating eleven square meals a day." And somehow not that fat. Yeah, I mean, Sam's kind of pudge. Well, also, they have their two other friends, Mary and Pippin. Later, though, not yet. Not no, they, yet. They, they're join, they join in. They join at the fucking Brandywine. I feel like they're joining in randomly. I, I don't fucking know. They join when they get to the next town. When they're still kind of in the Shire, and they're like, let's go I thought to, they go to the Shire. I thought they go through the whole, like, you know, we steal his vegetables thing from the farmer. That's, and, that's when they were out of the Shire. That's the edge of the Shire. That's like the Brandywine River, which there's a whole bunch of shit in here about... The genealogy of the hobbits, and they're yeah. all like basically inbred, like the people it's of like, Iceland. It's also like super eugenics shit. Is it eugenics? And their skulls are small because they're black. It's not super eugenics. Well, it's just like they have a very detailed knowledge of who birthed who and family is. It's almost um, it's like a like a royal family thing, like an obsessive level of knowledge of hobbits. Fucking hobbits. It, well, because they live to be a hundred years old, and they're inbred as fuck. 
They're it's not, important to know yeah. which hole you're going into, and they all live in the hole. The front and the back hole. Oh, there you go. The hobbits. I, I, I don't know. All if those, you, all those eugenics fancy, fancy doors in the movie, they never show the back door. <laughs> so what's this beer, Mike? This is called Backdoor Ale. No, this is, <laughs> this is Awake by Night Shift Brewing. It is a porter aged with coffee. Going again off of the fact that the hobbits were consistently like, ah, oh, we have to have breakfast. Well, first breakfast and second breakfast are central plot points of Hobbit life. It's like the first half of Fellowship of the Ring is the hobbits just complaining, like, we haven't eaten in 17 minutes. <laughs> and then they're, everyone they're else They're so like, fucking tiny. Suck it up. Why do they need to eat that much? Well, you know, like, uh, It goes shrews, all to their feet. Which are, like, the smallest mammals, or among the smallest mammals. They have to eat almost continuously to maintain well, because the right body they, temperature. Well, because they do manual labor all day, digging through the earth. Hobbits don't do that. They fucking smoke weed all day. <laughs> That's true. It, it's heavily implied that the hobbits are smoking weed, and they're talking about Gandalf, like... Oh, this weird hobbit leaf that he smokes. They just fucking get baked all the time. That's why they have eight meals a day. But it's it's just like, yeah, they're just fucking a bunch of fat, hairy feeted motherfuckers. <laughs> Some like rambling long songs by fish. Yeah. Hang <laughs> out with the shower. They're super into like Rush 2112 or whatever the fuck. Fucking Umphreys McGee <laughs> jam bands. They <laughs> hang out. Oh, this song is great. It never ends. The road goes, the song goes on forevermore. <laughs> That's what the fucking hobbits do. I'll take that. Yeah, they just smoke weed, eat nine meals a day, and like hang out. It's living the it's dream. It's Grateful <laughs> Dead, the city. <laughs> so this is Awake. This is a much more modest beer compared to the first two, which have left this me is much, basically drunk at this Much point. more coffee. 6.7% alcohol. I don't know how we're going to get through the rest of this evening. because I am. We're going to pound through these books. And so it tastes like coffee. It tastes like coffee to beer. Mm-hmm. This is this is much more coffee than beer for me. It's a much lighter body than the previous. It is. Well. It tastes more like beer rather than like sludge. Yeah, it's 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 much more like a liquid than a chunky solid. <laughs> it's not viscous or like a magma. This is yeah. You know, it's like a, you know, cracks of doom. That's crack of doom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so basically, they they head over to some other like nearby fucking dumb village. Brie, yeah, cheese town filled yeah. with <laughs> other hobbits. Smells like French blue cheese. And there they are, and there's like, oh, there's these dark riders who are coming around. They're like, hey, have you seen? A and they hide. They are these supernatural powered uh, dudes on horses who can sense anything, but they hide under a log. And it was like, oh, I can't find them. That's in the movie, most especially. No, in the fucking book too. Where it's like, we just hide near a hill. And he's like, just sniffs. He, he, yeah, he's like sniffing, <laughs> and he, he wants to he wants to put <laughs> on the ring. Movie, like, but equally good. <laughs> he smells his fava beans. So the the, the Nazgul nice are, are chasing after them. They're chasing. Oh yeah, they're they they about it the Nazgul are. Well, they have it. They so really they somehow it. they somehow make it like out of Hobbit. Hobbit. They make it out of the Shire into a the one to an inn. Apparently the only one that it's exists. Like the they make it to a, a nearby, yeah, the Prancing Pony and Bree, which is the closest non-Hobbit city. Yeah, and they meet up with... After skipping... Wait, Tom Bombadil comes before that. Oh, I have a beer for him. We, yeah, they, we skip a whole... There's a whole the section... The movie skips all yeah, that. The movie, the movie skips it because it's fucking stupid. It's and weird. I've had this explained to me by people who are really into the book. Where just like, Tom Bombadil lives in the woods and he's a forest god. He's, a, he's an actual god who lives there and just hangs out with his hippie girlfriend, Goldberry, and they just vibe, no man. Cherry, though. They just took that. No, no, no. He spooges in that all the time. But they just fucking vibe, and he takes the ring and just, like, fucks around with it. He's like, this ring means nothing to me. I'm all-powerful. So, hold on. Let's rewind a little, and we'll talk about Tom Bombadil. Dill. And we'll look Tom, at... Tom Bombadildo. Tom Bombadildo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I but bam boom I could read. <laughs> Tom Bombadildo. But uh, up, bam, boom. I was looking for a reason to drink this beer. This is actually, this has been aged a full year here at the at the Drunk it's Guys Book Club headquarters. <laughs> founders, our second Founders Beer of the Day, Backwoods Bastard, but this is the 2017 one. So this is a year old ale aged in oak barrels. I can't even say that word. Did we do this one for The Hobbit? No, we did this one for um, the one with the fucking, the, the alienist. Oh, the alienist. We did it for the alienist. Oh, okay. Yes, the one with the alienist is called the alienist. Because <laughs> the, the guy in that was, you know, a backwards bastard. This is now available year-round. This is the first year they make this beer year-round, which is awesome, because it is a fantastic beer. And I feel bad that we're going to dump out 
part of that bottle. But never, never. <laughs> yeah, we keep that secret. While they're wandering through the woods, it, is it Mirkwood? Mirk- no, Mirkwood's... There's, it's so fucking confusing, this book. Mirk- the Mirkwood is, later. Is, Mirkwood is later. Every fucking person, sword, rock, forest, well, in the, in piece this, of lint has 15 names. And like, they're all weird. And they're like, that's what the elves this, call in it. This first, the dwarves call it this. But actually, the dwarves used to call it this. And then men call it this. But the hobbits knew it as this. And it's like, what the fuck are we talking about? The first it book so is the only one that, where they're all together. Yeah, they and then it's like there's one thing. Which we haven't even gotten close to. Let's do the Cliff, cliff Notes version, ready? We're going to do the Cliff Notes version right yeah, now. We've got to save some of this commentary for the other episodes. That's We're going to Cliff Notes it right now, okay? They so leave. They, they leave. Have they, more of these they meet Tom Bombadil, who is like, hey, I could do whatever I want. I could throw it into the sun if I wanted to, but I'm too late. Too lazy. Fuck off, and I'm out. And he puts the ring on, and he doesn't turn invisible, and he's like, because ha, 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 He's ha, an ha, actual ha. god. Suck my dick, Hobbit. And they wrote him out of the movie because it was like, that's not fair. Well, he also like never really reappears. No, he doesn't, and he it doesn't, doesn't really do anything. I Wait, mean, they wasn't kind he of the Hobbit? he they kind of no. Save, you're thinking of Radagast he can, and oh, Bjorn. Man. He, man, so man. Tom Bombadil kind of saves uh, Frodo and Sam because they're being chased they by something. They, they send have no the food, eagles or something, and he like and he like gives them food. But Spoiler, then they do, then like they just go on their way. Yeah, I mean they're not as treacherous as they are later on. Yeah, for sure. He saves them in a relatively infinitesimal way. And he's like, totally. hey, I could destroy this whole trilogy if I wanted to, but like, no, nah, man, we're good. And they leave. And then they go to the uh, Brie, and they go to the Prince of Pony, and they meet Aragorn. But wait, we gotta talk about this but beer. But wait, we're gonna talk about the beer. That's really good. That's really good, man. I'm glad that I took Jimmy down from whatever level he was at right <laughs> now. Because like, I'm at another level, man. He was like, I'm never gonna fucking do this, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. And then he just chilled out. Like, we are 47 minutes in, and we are on chapter two. Maybe a third through the book. We're, not we're, we're still on book one. Of book one. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a good beer. This is delicious. I hate that we're not going to drink that whole bottle. We're going to have to drink that whole bottle. And we're going to... Re- oh, God damn, are we going to regret <laughs> it? You, the listener, may also regret that we did it. <laughs> it is. Yep. That is. You're going to yeast infection in your ears. So I, I know somebody, a guy who like pretends to be a whiskey aficionado. And no matter what whiskey he drinks, he goes like, hmm, that's really smooth. Like you give him like here, here's like rot gut well shithole whiskey. I'm like ah, it's pretty smooth. And then you give him a, here's the age twenty seven year whiskey that's you know really expensive. I'm like ah, smooth. Like they can't say anything, but but this is really smooth. This beer for a fucking strong as shit beer, eleven point two percent. That's a big beer. Jesus Christ, it is. It just like goes down deliciously. You get the you get the bourbon smell. You know you get the yeah. vanilla. No, it's 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 fucking real. It's like with a coconut in there. It's a fucking fantastic smell. This is fin- this is awesome. What is this again? Founders Backward Bastard, Backwards Bastard, which we are in no way sponsored by them, but you can get this year round, so it's really good. But go fuck yourself, sponsors, unless you want to give us, you know, free beers, <laughs> which we'll take. So they get to the prancing pony. <laughs> they get to the prancing pony, and they meet up with Merry and Pippin. So now there are all four hobbits. Frodo, Sam, Mary, and Pippin, and they meet the mysterious Strider, the, who's a ranger, and they don't, you'll find out later who he actually is, but anyway, this is one not of the parts that, of the book. Not even that much later. Like about 11 pages. Well, they're, they're, this is one of the parts of the book where there's a long conversation that explains a lot of backstory, but that goes on way too long. Mm, yeah. Just, just the one of those times. Yeah, that yeah happens. Just, it happens many times. Anyway, you find out that, you find out that this w- weird ranger dude is, you find out he's Aragorn right here? He's the before they leave Bree. You before, the, yeah, before they leave, because when they get uh, the letter from Gandalf, they find out who he is. Ah, I see. So this they, bartender is really cool. Trust him. <laughs> so they get the. Uh, uh, so anyway, they all decide. Oh no, they get attacked during the night. Right? They all meet and they talk and like, oh, we should be friends and we should work together. And then they get attacked. By it's the well, I, school. I haven't read these books since I was like maybe thirteen or fourteen, and I only knew the movies. But the movies are like way more condensed and explicit about mm-hmm. like like in the movies they get like actually hunted down by the night school and they get stabbed through the bed. But it's a bed full of pillows. Oh man, it's a they fucking fuck with them. But in the book it never happens. It's just like no, they say that in the book too though. Like they leave a trap. They're like oh, we made it look like Frodo, but it was made out of like yeah, coconut. But it was just like stupid. it's it's not as it's it's way more spread out. Yeah, in the movie okay. they really they really tighten it up and show you everything. So anyway, they they leave in their um. 
So they, they leave the... Uh, uh, they're going to Rivendell. They, yeah, so, well, they don't... They, they're going to Rivendell. Eventually. They know they're going to Rivendell? No. So anyway, they're trying to get somewhere. Uh, probably Rivendell. And they get escaped. They're, they're, they're definitely they get making attacked. their way towards Rivendell. Right. They get attacked on the hill of they're Weathertop. towards Rivendell. They get attacked um, by the Black Riders, who you find out are the Nazgul later. Um, I think they're called African-American Riders, oh, Nate. Oh, my God. Can I please just <laughs> tell what happens in this book? Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> um, yes. So they get attacked, and... Uh, Frodo gets stabbed with like some like magical sword but just the or tip. knife. Just the tip. So he gets stabbed uh, with with some sort of magic blade and then becomes like really really sick. And then he becomes unconscious. And so all you know is that suddenly he wakes up and he's in Rivendell. And they're all in Rivendell. And it's been a pretty good time. Yeah. And you know it's been a good number of days or whatever that he's been that he's been out, but now he's up and about, and... I think the actual uh, measurement is a hot minute. And then they have another really long conversation, but this time Gandalf is there, and so they end up at Rivendell, and Gandalf is already there, they have and a, big fucking a powwow. bunch of other people are there, and they're talking with Elrond, the, not the king of the elves, but the leader of the elves, he's and they like go on a really long conversation. Cool dudes of the elves. He's the Agent Smith of the elves. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, Elrond is. And then they... um. They have this really long conversation, and it's decided they tell more of the backstory of the ring, and they tell Frodo that he definitely has to go and throw the ring in, get to Mordor and throw the ring in. Because that would be really cool if you could do that, man. Yep. And so, it's like, hey, all, man, if you could go and do that, that would save us all a real big hassle. Mm-hmm. Even it has to be all you. All of us are infinitely more poised to do this. Yeah. More powerful, We're all more skilled. Thousands of years old and trained forever, and you're just a fucking child. <laughs> I mean, he's a 51-year-old man. But in ho- in Hobbit terms, he's a child. That's, that's like 27 in adult in human years. That's old enough to die and become a rock star legend. Very true. <laughs> it's like if, if you You're saw a ring and you said, <laughs> Amy Winehouse, can you take this to a mountain force and throw us in? Like, yeah. She said, no, no, no. <laughs> they tried to make you go to Mount Doom. She said, no, no, no. <laughs> um, and so they leave Rivendell with uh, all the important people. They're Gimli, son of Gloin. Can we just agree to call it groin for the rest of the episode? <laughs> it's 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 gloin with an accent. Well, mark. is it technically everyone's son of groin? And not if not if you have progressive lesbian parents. But there's of a groin. Maybe not two groins. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna call him Gimli, son of groin. And fuck him, he can't stop us. And Legolas with son of axe. son of so Orlando like, Bloom. Know, it's it's the four hobbits. Oh yeah. They, well, so they meet and they're like hanging out and then they go to have uh, like a tea party with Elrond. And uh, Elrond Gandalf. Hubbard. Elrond and, Hubbard. <laughs> and El- Elrond Hubbard is like, "Hey, go on a quest for me." And this will get you to a new Thetan. And also, I've got, I've got a real, I've got a real hot chick nearby with magic powers, and Kate Blanchett will give you visions. He doesn't talk about Kate Blanchett, does he? Elrond. Glad- Gladriel. Uh, maybe he mentions he it. Probably, but they they have not met Gladriel it's yet. It's so fucking confusing. Anyway, they're like, we should make a group to go with Frodo. Gladriel is in the first. Is she's in? She's, in, she's the first. in the first book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She is, but the, but they don't meet her till later. Yeah, later. We're not there. Yet. That wasn't Rivendell. Nope. Four hobbits: Aragorn, Gandalf, Gimli, son of son of Groin, uh, 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 Legolas, and then one more. Boromir. Fucktard. Sean Bean, the greatest actor to ever live. <laughs> he was the seen, biggest asshole seen ever. Seen Bean. Yep. Scene Bean. Scene anyway, that's, or Sean Ben. That's the fellowship. And they pick it because they're like, oh, let's go take uh, Frodo and his fucking manservant. Let's and go. then we'll throw an elf and a dwarf in because, you know, they were elf rings and dwarf rings. We'll fuck some holes in a mountain and throw into a volcano. And Gandalf just needs to stick his fucking long wizard nose in everything that happens ever. And uh, yeah, send Gandalf. And then, like, uh, two dudes, you know, two one dudes, cup. One, two dudes, one <laughs> ring. And then. And then I got seven people, and then the other hobbits are like, hey, don't forget about us. I think us. I've seen that DVD. <laughs> Sign us, too. And like, all right, perfect, because they're nine Nazgul, so we'll just send nine of you assholes in there. They're really into That's num- a fair They're fact. really into numerology in Lord of the Rings. It's a big thing. Well, they, they were saying, like, you can't have 13 or some shit. That was the hobbit, yeah. Right. Yeah, the 14. Like, you need... That's, that's unlucky, so that's cool, man. We will fool everything by taking one unwilling asshole to go on a journey. Reasonable. So they have nine dudes, and Boromir is the last fucking guy, and he... Right away, it's clear he's the cunt. He's the weak link. Because he's like, hey, he's hey, gonna, what if we just get good that ring to just go, you know, be I mean, awesome with I the mean, ring? I it, mean, it's a fair thought process if you don't totally. know what the fuck is up. It is. But he and also, it's how the, you know, seven rings of men got corrupted is that the men were all like, hey, this is cool. Yeah, way to not read a room, Boromir. 
they're like, we must destroy the ring. It is a terrible thing. He's like, what? It can't, can't maybe? What we if we just? It? What if we just fucked up their shit with it? Like, no, you can't do that. Like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, man. It's been like two thousand years. All right. It's like, I don't know, man. Give me six chapters. I think I'm gonna come back to this. I think I'm gonna redeem myself. Just kidding. I'm gonna be dead. So okay. So they walk a while. They walk a while through the misty mountains. And while they're doing it, they complain about a lack of something. It's not beer, but it is for us. And this is another really delicious beer that I am sharing with you. This is Three Beans, speaking of Sean Bean, from Six Point. It is a bourbon barrel-aged porter with cocoa husks and coffee added. I'm not going to like this. And it's, uh, and I'm not blaming you guys who made this. It's not your fault. I'm it's, just, a, it's a 10 percenter. just not going to be my thing. I'm going to have a tiny bit. It's from Six Point, so it comes in one of those little... Uh, tiny Six Point cans. Which are the shape of a giant cock, by the way. <laughs> uh, just a girthy cock. A normal length, but like a girthy one. Normal length? Good for you, man. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> That's totally normal, right? I mean, yeah, when, ta- when it's soft. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to talk about when it's hard. It's, when I've been swimming. <laughs> it's like getting muppeted when it's hard. Respect. <laughs> it's, like, it's like getting fisted every time. With a fucking stump. <laughs> fisted with a, with a wrist bone. And dick. So yeah, this is a coffee. It, this is an intense beer. Oh, that's good. I like that. I don't like that at all. But that's me. I'm not going to shit on it. I just don't like coffee beer. I like it. That's delicious, right? There's something a little bit sweeter about this one. I wonder if that's the cocoa. I mean, cocoa's not actually particularly sweet. And I don't know what a cocoa husk is, frankly. It's the spirit of the cocoa. <laughs> when you dry one out. It is a little sweeter. Maybe it's not super coffee, you know? It's, it's no. not super coffee. It's still not me. So I will, I will withhold judgment on this. I'm sure it's fine for what it is, but it's not my steez. This is another one where they're like, you could age this for 18 months. And I was like, yeah, you're going to get 18 minutes. It's mm-hmm. delicious, though. I really like this. I bought, I've, actually, I've actually bought two four-packs of this. This is the last one. I had almost a fellowship of these beers. A full fellowship? Yeah, almost nine. And uh, I really liked it. Uh, again, picked it because the hobbits are constantly like, we need to eat, and we need another breakfast meal. I need nine breakfasts. And so I was looking for beers that I, we could use that were like, yeah, Fellowship of the Ring, they just bitch all the time about not eating coffee. That's what they, they need. They've never been anywhere. They never left the Hobbiton. Well, there are no fucking, like, you know, there's no Denny's. There's no, there's no Denny's nearby, and he's got, they've got to make foods. But they also live in a desolate world. You know, like, things are very spread apart. Well, I mean, the Hobbits are also used to, like, land of plenty where they just fuck off and they eat cake all day. You can't go, you can't eat cake for, like, the journey, the whole thing. The whole fucking trilogy was like a year, two years maybe. You can't eat cake every day while camping. Shit doesn't work. Your shit, diabetes. Cake's going to get stale. You can't cut off a hobbit's toes. They're too thick. <laughs> <laughs> They're just eating sugarless warthers. Yeah. Vanilla wafers. <laughs> they, they were all about the snacks and shit. Yeah, it's, just, it's a matter of... It's a, everything's relative. All right. So they get to Rivendell ultimately. Is there anything along the way we're, we're, we're past Rivendell. They leave Rivendell. They leave Rivendell. They're in the fellowship. They, they're fellowshipping. Yeah, you're, oh, sorry. Uh, they and leave, they yeah. need to get to the other side of the Misty Mountains, but... With their um, fists. And they, so try, they have to climb the stairway to heaven well, to they do try the Misty to, Mountain. They have to they try to, to hop over the Misty Mountains, but it doesn't work. It's too snowy, so they go to the Mines of Moria. They go to the Mines of Moria, which... Where everything's all fucked up. Yeah, for sure. Because it's an abandoned dwarf city. Everyone's dead, but some of the dwarves are... little people. <laughs> what? That's, that's their word. <laughs> one of the dwarves is Balin from uh, the. He was one of the original. <laughs> he was in a Puff Daddy's group back in the day. Yeah, for sure. Balin. <laughs> so they're attacked by orcs in the mines, and then they're attacked by a Balrog. Oh, but they find out that the whole. They find out why the whole city's desolate. It's because the gre- the dwarves were so fucking greedy. They dug to hell itself. Basically, and something awful. Ass Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Serious SPDs came up from the beneath. And he was just like, oh, oh is that eggs? And, and it's then, a fucking shit demon covered in fire. And it's got a whip because it's into S&M. And that's still not, pro- it's still the 1800s, so it's not that progressive. But everybody is like, oh, yeah, it's one of those. It's a Belrog. Like, they yeah. don't, they're never like, hey, it's well, a I mean, Blanca well, Gan- or it's a Sagat. Gandalf, they're like, it's a Belrog. You Gandalf, know, like they go for a different character from Street Fighter 2. Gandalf says... It's a Balrog. And they're also like... Uh, I, Legolas I, is also like, I think it's a Balrog. Well, because go he's, a, he's a thousand years old, isn't he? He's old as shit, yeah. Yeah, the rest of them are not just like, what the fuck is that shit? They're like, oh, it's a Guile. It's not like a Chun-Li at all. <laughs> you don't know this like yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. So then what it's happens? <laughs> it's definitely not a Ken. It's a, it's a Ryu, which is pronounced Ryu. Ryu. 
Ryu. And, and then they're, they're like, away from that shit. And then Gandalf was like, you shall not pass. Middle school, or whatever he says. <laughs> and so Gandalf decides to, on his own, face the Balrog, uh, to kill the Balrog, but they, like, collapse a bridge or something like that, and they just fall down. Well, because they, they're in this room, like, it's all burrowed into the It's like, like a bridge over a cavern. Know. Well, yeah, but so, maybe they haven't. Maybe they're cool. <laughs> they haven't seen the movie. If cool you haven't people <laughs> listen to this podcast, if, if, not a chance. Not a chance. If you haven't seen the movie or the book, you're not listening to this. It's not going to happen. Well, anyway, yeah. they, they, there's like a tiny little bridge across this bottomless chasm, and he's like, Mrr. and the, the old man shakes his up. fist, and he breaks it, and the Balrog falls, and they're like, yay! And then the Balrog shoots up his whip, Indiana Jones style, and he grabs Gandalf with it. And Gandalf, that's <laughs> beautiful. Gandalf, his name's Junior. Junior! <laughs> Gandalf has his one line, he's like, falls, and he's like, fly you fools! And then they all run away. And then he gets sucked down into the bottomless pit of Moria. Where he battles a Balrog for like a week. Well, you don't, you don't actually find that out in <laughs> no, this No, he's book. dead for this episode. Yeah. He's, he's, he's effectively dead. Yep. Everyone assumes he's dead. They tell everybody they meet, oh, and Gandalf's dead. And they're like, wow, that's crazy. I can't believe he's dead. He's immortal. Like, that guy was sure? old as shit, too. And like, no, no, he's, he's like he's nine dead. million he's years old. He's dead. It's cool. It's not cool, but he's, it's cool. Speaking of dead... Um, this one works. The Balrog is made of fire. And what else makes fire, Michael? Yum-yums. Oh, dragons. <laughs> oh, same thing. <laughs> so this is from Dogfish Head. This is called Dragons and Yum-yums. We have had this at some point in time and space. Maybe in the future or the past. Who knows? Time and space. It is uh, neat. I don't even know what it says on the fucking bottle. Can you tell us what... Who gives a shit? It's dragons. It's made of dragons. I mean, I, I picked it because dragons are like, aren't there dragons in this? And then I reread the books. Like, oh, there's, that's the Hobbit. But the hobbits themselves are constantly like, I want some yum-yums. This is a pale ale brewed with dragon fruit and yum berry, passion fruit, pear, and black carrot juices. A whole fist. Black carrot juice. I feel like we talked about this I in the future or the past. One of those two. African I feel American like this juices. Was, this has got to have been during the actual hobbit. So No, we did this during Harry Potter fucking three. Oh, shit. Fuck, I don't know. You brought it. Did I? I? know it. Because you were like, because I go to Hogsmeade oh, the, the and the fucking yum-yums. Can, candy town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I fucked that up, yeah. So uh, I had a bottle of this that I bought for something else, and we're like, oh, let's just use that. And here we are. Because all the hobbits complain about is not having snacks because they're fucking it does taste diabetics. Like, tastes like candy a little bit. So I don't like it at all. And yet again, Andor, for the first time, it's got this weird tartness to it. Is that from the, oh, again, we don't know. It's what like it if you dissolved a bunch of sweet tarts in a bottle of beer. Could yeah. be. Yeah, there is a tartness. I don't like this at all. I feel like uh, I really like Dogfish Head when I first got into beer. And then they make increasingly weird shit, and I'm never really into it. I still deeply love 60 and 90-minute IPA. Really deeply. Like, I'm always about that. Like, if that's the beer, I'm excited, you know? But their new shit, I just don't get into it. I don't know. Like, you and I personally, Nate, have had plenty of 60 and 90-minute on tap here. Yes, definitely. We've put away a lot of that. And in bottles. And in and at bars. I just don't dig this. This is not one that I like. I, I do agree. It's just too weird. I don't know. I don't have, that's like a shitty explanation. It's just tart. I think you're right. It's tart. And the flavor left over, it's just kind of like weird. It's not strong. It's not a strong other flavor other than tart. It's just sort of like, eh, this is a little bit tart. But that's kind of it. That's all, all I'm really getting from it. Yeah. And it is an interesting sort of pinkish color. Yeah, from whatever berries and bullshit they put in there. But anyway, the hobbits want lots of yum-yums. Yep. Because they're children. So, um, once the rest of the group escapes from uh, Moria, Moria, escapes from Moria, they get into the uh, elven forest of Lothlorien, where they finally meet Galadriel. Oh yeah, yeah. and and the other dude. Too. Yeah, and the other guy doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, who the name is Celeborn. I know because I'm looking at it right now. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, he, because the river is like Celebrant or something like that, right? And so they have this big conversation. She saves them, and then. They talk again for a really long time. Well, before, before they get there, though, there's like they get found by just like regular elves, and they're like, "We'll take you over," but not the dwarf. Fuck him. <laughs> Wasn't there also a thing about like the right dwell, the right elves and the wrong elves? Like these elves don't actually talk to those elves. Yeah, it's like the North elves and the East elves yeah, or something. That was very weird. The, so part of the story, at what Tolkien created, like he he was interested in history as well, and he created this deep backstory, which was published in, like, fucking 14 volumes of books by his son, mostly. You know, there's, like, the Tales of Middle-Earth and all that bullshit. It's literally 12 volumes of this shit, and then a few other outstanding things. 
where they go through like, oh, and this is why the elves hate the dwarves. And this is, and throughout the whole book, they just throw away these lines. By they, I mean Tolkien throws away these lines where they're like, and it hasn't been like that since Mythaflor took a dump there. And then they just go, oh, cool. And then they walk away. But he actually like wrote the story for that dump or whatever it is. And they get to this place and there's these elves and they're like, hey, you guys can come, but your dwarf friend, we have to blindfold him so we can cornhole him. <laughs> and then we have to blindfold him and we'll take him, but we, he can't see our land because we hate dwarves. And then the dwarf is, of course, like, go fuck yourselves, elves. And then Aragorn has a really good solution. He's actually like a really good leader. And he's like, how about you just blindfold all of us? That way it's fair. Such a nice guy. Who gives a fuck? Your elves. You're We're not going to come back magic. here anyway, so. Your magic is shit. Magic as shit, I should say. Not magic is shit. Their magic is pretty, is the shit. Magic <laughs> as shit is the uh, motto of Tom Bell. <laughs> magic. So that's what that means in Spanish. Okay. Uh, we need the uh, <laughs> Galadriel beer. So they meet Galadriel, which I think is the name of a metal band. I'm almost, th- throughout this, there were, so. Most what? metal bands are based on this book series. Do you remember Demonoid? You remember that website? You ever use that? Uh, yeah. It was like a vague, very vaguely. It was like eight, nine years ago, a big torrent website. And yeah. uh, I used to just like Google discography. And everyone's, like, this was before Spotify. And you're like, oh, this band, all their albums, I will download them all and I'll see if I like them. Turns out I Usually never, not. I never listened yeah, to any you, of you them. Don't need, you don't need all their stuff at once. I'd be like, oh, the band that did the song Car Wash, let's get all their 20, 23 albums. But there was a whole bunch of bands that I downloaded. It was like, oh, Flotsam and Jetsam. All right. Yeah. A lot of metal shit. Oh, Galadriel. Okay, yeah. Oh, Aragorn's boner or whatever. And I was like, wait a second. Those are all from Lord of the Rings. And I only recognized that rereading this recently. So anyway, this beer is about Galadriel. Why is it all about Galadriel? Jenny, you brought this. It's because it's called Fair Maiden. By the Foley Brothers Brewing from Brandon, Vermont. Not to be confused with Jeffrey, Vermont. <laughs> this is Brandon, <laughs> Vermont. Brandon. Or Bill, Vermont. Or George, Vermont. Chuck, Vermont. Horatio, Vermont. This is an Imperial IPA, 8.2% alcohol. And it's, it, we brought it because Galadriel is the fairest bitch in the land. Ooh, that's delicious. Like, she, she will make you hallucinate how hot Galadriel is. Because she's playing with Kate Blanchett, and you're like, mm, Kate Blanchett. She's a, she's a New England 7. <laughs> she's a Rivendell 12. <laughs> that is a decadent IPA. It's a nice IPA. This is like, a, it's like one of those New England ones where it's kind of like not... Just based on it being bitter, it is way more bitter than those New England ones, though. It's, but it's not. I feel like the basis is not being bitter. It's just like how bitter can we be? (laughs) Well, I mean, you're still showcasing the hop, just like a different quality of the hop. Yeah, the the, the flavor as opposed to the ass puckering. That's the uh, fellowship of the O ring. (laughs) Yep. So um, they meet Galadriel, who is an ancient elf woman. She's She's like 11 billion years old. Because the elves are immortal. Can we t- the fucking they're, elves are They're immortal way. unless you get killed in battle. Of course, yeah. You can cut their heads off and shit. But they just it's not a die. Highlander. You can just get killed regularly. Right, but like you got to kill them. Ridiculous. You got to really kill them. So the fucking elves live forever. And they're obnoxious. I hate the elves. Did you guys, were you like, oh, elves are cool? Or what did you think about them as you read through these books? I felt like they were like the British people of this world. <laughs> they had an empire. You know, they were just like this, these haughty, like, oh, we run everything and we'll live forever. Let's see that. But they're like, the dwarves are clearly the Scots, as they are in all oh, the movies. Yeah. And the hobbits are kind of just like, maybe the Irish? I don't know. Are the Irish mages? No, but they eat all the time. But the hobbits weren't eating potatoes all day. I mean, they were eating six meals a day. They're called taters. It's <laughs> <laughs> the, the proper name. I haven't seen the, I saw the movie once. Me too, actually. Never saw exactly it Exactly once. I've seen each movie exactly one time. Me too. No, I, saw, I, I saw Lord of the Ring, the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, twice now, now that it's on Netflix. So I saw, this, I saw the first one a second time. I've seen the first two in theaters, and the third one I saw in high school, fucking 17 years ago now, and I fell asleep. I never really I, saw the rest I of saw, it. I saw Return of the King in theaters with my dad like a month after it came out. So like no one wanted to be there. So it was just like a few of us in the theater, and we went to the theater at Fresh Meadows, and he got a Diet Coke out of the machine, and it was expired a year ago. <laughs> Did he drink it? No, no. He called the company and complained, and then we went back again a while later, and it was still all expired a year ago. <laughs> What's your dad up to these days? Just hanging out. <laughs> He's spelunking underground. He's got it all kind of buried deep. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he expired? I guess that Coke. I guess, I, guess, <laughs> I guess the Coke was pretty old. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So they, everybody gets some gifts. You know, those are some of them are going to be important later. But Gimli, son of a groin, gets the best gift, which He's is like, let me smell your shoe. <laughs> he gets some. He gets some hair. Never says where the hair comes from. Not necessarily from the head. From Galadriel, the fair men. strands of hair. Straight to my pubes. No, no, they're from her feet. And he's like, I'm going to take a, make a circlet of your hair, my fair maiden. I'm going to smell it. I'm going to kill a bunch of orcs because it smells so good. I'm going to just huff this hair every night while I whack it. I'm going to weave it into my beard. Gimli strokes of groin. <laughs> of groin. And he just takes her hair. And she's like, oh, no one's ever asked me for that before. He's like, And so politely. He's like, you're the hottest tall lady ever seen. Can I hit that? And they're like, no, nah, here's some hair, dude. He's like, cool. That's all I wanted. And then he's like, I'm going to make a bracelet out of this shit. And I'm going to bead. And I'm going to... I'm gonna make a butt plug out of it. I'm just gonna stuck it in there and just make and a every fucking, time fucking pull elf back out. voodoo doll. It was really weird. <laughs> you sound like it. Everybody know. got a magic gift, and he got a bunch of her hair. <laughs> it was really. Everyone's like, "Let me look into look into Galadriel's mirror." So yeah, that's what uh, happens there. Am I missing anything important? I feel like we got it all. No, there's uh, the very <laughs> the very end of the book. Um, oh, well, the book, yeah, but like the Galadriel scene, like they're in Lothrian or whatever well, it's called. Uh, Lothorian. Sam gets I can't the Frodo or Sam. They get the light, the light for the darkness, the light in the darkness thing. <laughs> they give these things like. And they get in these cryptic things like, when it is darkest, this will allow you to see. And they're like, all right. Does that mean I can use it like right now? Yeah, it's no, 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 no. Not now. Not now. It's when you're at Coachella. Darkest. Oh, so like an hour from now? And there's no <laughs> guidance on these gifts. They're like, here's the thing. It's magical. I have a thousand year head start I'm on old you. as shit. Just accept I'm gonna it. I'm going to give you no guidance, really. I'm just going to give you the thing. I'm like, here, here's a riddle. Figure that shit out. Like, Sam, Sam is retarded. Sam, for, for these books... Is essentially just sad. He's a simpleton. He's like, oh, I'm just going to be with my master. And then guard. Can I make you some eggs, sir? <laughs> but he's the slave of Frodo. <laughs> it's weird. How did that happen? Uh, so let's have one more beer. Who the fuck brought this? Nate I brought it, yeah. This is from uh, Folks Beer, which looks vaguely... Uh, Elvish? Well, it does look it. Like the beer, the way it's spelled is Germanic at least. It's called Recurring Dreams, a double dry hopped IPA at 6.4% alcohol. Mm. That smells amazing. Oh, oh my. Mm. Yes, very nice. It tastes pretty good, but the smell is remarkable. This is a, this is a really good one. The beer? This is a standard IPA, though. It doesn't feel like one. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite cloudy and has a little bit more of the sweetness taste. I feel like they would have bragged about it if it was. You know? It's not super bitter at all. They're from Brooklyn. I've never heard of Folks Beer. Hey, where the fuck are they? Folks Beer? Let's go uh, find a book about the people. Let's go read the Communist Manifesto there. <laughs> that is delicious. That is really good. I think this, this has like a... It does have a similar taste to the New England IPA. It's not very bitter at all. I'm surprised. I feel like if they had put that on a label, no one would balk at it. You know, I'd be like, oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just don't give a fuck about that sort of thing. So after they get out of Moria, with Gandalf dead... Everybody's bummed out, but they like still have to go on the quest. And like, where do we go now? And they have two choices, right? I forget exactly what they were. <laughs> One was to go to like Minas Tirith or something like that. They're all just they're all, just, they're all really super bummed, and they try to get over the mountains, and they can't get over the mountains because there's snow. That was way oh, earlier. Oh fuck! In the yeah, I don't know, man. And then, all like, these Legos fucking like, like I can run on snow really fast, guys. It's really gingerfoot. Because I can do that. You can. I'm a fucking elf. They're all really bummed out, and then they try and they Frodo tries to just kind of do his own thing. And fucking Sean Bean tries to <laughs> crap his style. He's like, no, no, hey, let me, come on, man, listen to me. Just, just, what if I just, what if I just shove that ring on my armhole? And he's like, nah, man, that's cool. And he's like, are you sure, dude? And he's like, I'll kill you. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's cool, man, don't do that. Yeah, Sean, uh, Boromir gets all dickish and he's like, I-, I could use the ring for good and we're going to kick all sorts of ass and then, then we'll give the ring back. And Frodo's like, no, no, no. No, that's, that's what they all say. And no one, then no one loves like, that light fisting. <laughs> so then, uh, then, you know, Frodo puts the ring on to and he disappears. Even though he's been warned explicitly, don't put that goddamn ring It's not ring the first on. time he put it on, though. Because he, he put it on when they were getting Nazgul'd. That's true, but I think that was before he was told not to wear it anymore. They were like, hey, man, don't do that shit. He's like, okay, cool. But then he put it on instinctively because the ring is evil. And the ring, yeah, put me on. And the ring is like, hey, I can control the earth, but I'm just a tiny circle. So, all right, this is the part where the Fellowship gets split up. Because um, Barmir gets fucking dead. Yep, Frodo... Uh, Sam- Sam goes off to find Frodo, and then the other elves—I mean, the other uh, hobbits—everybody else go off. Some, yeah, they basically go somewhere else. No, the other two hobbits 
Boromir gets fucking killed by orcs because orcs are assholes. Yeah. Boromir's just blowing his horn. And the then, horn. yeah, he's blowing the horn. He's blowing his own horn. He's tooting his own horn, Actually, and he technically, dies. Technically, that's right at the beginning of Two Towers when he dies. True, but he's mortally wounded at the end of fucking Fellowship. Yeah, he's essentially dead. But Frodo and Sam take a boat and go on their own way. Well, Frodo mm-hmm. runs away and he's invisible, and then Sam, who is you know, he knows stupid what it, he knows. He knows what that time. dick smells like, and he follows him. <laughs> and he's like. No, no. Where's Where's Mister Mister Frodo going? He must need something. He's gonna go by boat. He needs to and get he baggins. Runs down to the boat. <laughs> and he goes down to the boat and he's like, "Let me in, Mister Frodo." And he jumps in the boat and then Frodo's like, "Oh, Sam. Oh, you." And then you they just fucking, fucking make scamp. out. They just. And then just everybody else is it. like, "Hey, good luck, everyone. We're gonna do our own thing." Yep. They're... The end. Yeah, the fellowship is broken. The end of the book. It's a great group, dudes. You were trusted to save the whole earth, and you're like, "Hey, they left. All right, we'll give up." Yeah, they made it half of a book. So I personally think this this is the weakest of the three. Really? Yeah, I I mean I personally like Two Towers the best, but you like Two Towers the best? Oh, Two Towers is the shittiest. Really? Yeah. It was the taint of a series. The second is always the taint of a series. No, that's not true. I take it back. Empire. Empire. Yeah. Empire, yeah. Die Hard too, though. <laughs> I thought that this one, um, it was of course necessary to set up everything in the story, but I felt like it went on way too long. And there, there was really an exceptional amount of like before they even got anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And the best action, the, the best scenes where action actually happens are not in this book. They're later. They're when things get actually much more exciting and and much more uh, at least in, interesting for me. So obviously, everything that happens in this book had to have happened. But I personally think the later stuff is better. I thought that I there mean, was every chapter of this. There was like something happening that propelled the plot. Which made it interesting. Well, it's because they're on a journey, and you got to keep. Going. Well, I, I understand that, but like in the later books, sure stuff happens every chapter. But in the later books, it kind of like cuts back and forth. Yeah, and then I was like, "This is annoying." Because well, they're they're all in one place <clears throat> in the first one. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that later uh, next week, I guess. Oh, but I thought that everything that happened in this book, and it was paced, maybe not paced well, but at least like this is happening, and now this is happening, and now that's happening, and then you just kind of went through it. And it, it seemed like they were always moving towards the goal in one way or in the other. Uh, so I thought this one was actually, in many ways, the best of the three. What do you think? Are you gonna, you're, you're Return of the King guy? Yeah. I, I guess if I had to choose between the three of them, I would say that it was. Yeah. All right. So we're, if only we're because pretty it, evenly divided. Well, if only because the first one is mostly, mostly preface. And the second one, no one gives a shit about the second one, let's be honest. <laughs> so the third one, yeah. So that's uh, where all the shit goes down. We'll save the like who should read this kind of shit for the third book. Yeah. Well, I guess that's all we have to say about this book. Mm-hmm. We're gonna save our final analysis or analysis for later. <laughs> Anal Isis. <laughs> that's the uh, terrorist group. <laughs> it's even worse than regular Isis. It's just ass bombs. Tell us what you thought. Send us an email to guysbooklab at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at DrunkGuysBC. Or check us out on Facebook and Instagram at DrunkGuysBookClub. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.